teste e mais 10 minutinhos, vamos lá. Now the youth is very happy when his father promises him so much and places his treasure at his disposal and beats him urgently to give and spend generously. And his father explains his reason for this. Fair son, he says, leave me. The generosity is the bane and the queen which sheds glory upon all the other virtues. And the proof of this is not far to seek. For where could you find a man, be he never so rich and powerful, who is not blamed in his name? Nor could you find one, however ungracious he may be, whom generosity will not bring him into fair repute. This largest makes the gentleman which result can be accomplished neither by high birth, courtesy, knowledge, gentility, money, strength, chivalry, boldness, But just as the rose is fair, then an elder flower, when it's fresh, newly blown. So there. Where largest duels, which takes its place above all the other virtues, and raises 500 fold the value of other good traits, which it finds in the man who applies himself well. So great is the merit of generosity that I could not tell you the end of it. The young man has now successfully concluded the negotiations for what he wished. For his father has succeeded to all his desires. But the Empress was sorely grieved when she heard of the journey which her son was about to take. Yet, whoever may grieve our sorrow, or whoever may attribute his intention of beauty folly, and ever may blame and seek to dissuade him, they will further his ships to be made ready as soon as possible, desiring to carry him no longer in the United land. At this command, the ships were frightened, but very night with wine, meat, and biscuit. The ships were loaded in the port, and the next morning Alexander came to their strand in high spirits, accompanied by his companions, who were happy over the prospective voyage. They were escorted by the emperor and the empress in her grief. At the port, they find the sailors in vain. Ships drawn up beside the cliff. The sea was calm and smooth, the wind was light and the weather clean, clear. When he had taken leave of his thunder and bidden farewell to the press, whose heart was having her bosom, Alexander first stepped from the small boat into the skiff. Then all his companions hastened by force and choose to embark without delay. Soon the sail was spread and the anchor raised. 
Alexander with his own well skilled in speaking fair and wisely salutes the king. King, he says, unless the report is false that spreads abroad your fame, since God created the first man, there was never born a God fearing man of such few things as yours. King, your widespread renown has drawn me to serve an honor you in the court. And if you will accept my service, I would fain remain here until I be dubbed a knight by your hand and by no one else. For unless I receive this honor from your hand, I shall renounce all intention of being knighted. If you accept my service until you are willing to dubbed me the knight, retain me now King. And my companions gathered here. To which at once the king replied, I refuse neither you nor your companions. You will come home, for sure you will see. And I doubt is not to the sons of high-born men. Hence do you come from Greece? From Greece? Yes. Who is thy father? upon my man, word, sire, the emperor. And what is thy name, fair friend? Alexander is the name that was given me when I received the salt of holy oil and Christianity and baptism. Alexander, my dear fair friend, I will keep you with me very gladly, with the great pleasure and delight. For you have done my signal honor those who come to my court. I wish you to be honored here as free vessels who are wise and gentle. You have been too long on your knees. Now, at your command, my hands for make and come with men, and in my court it is well that you have come to us. So guys, let's record today. Tomorrow I will record more 10 pages. Okay, bye-bye, see ya. Good evening. Good night.